We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. Um, so we are in the Book of Repentance. And let's uh, visit or revisit Hadith number 14. Okay. Narrated Al-Ghar bin Yasir al-Musanni. Allah's Messenger, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu said, Turn, you people, in repentance to Allah and beg pardon of Him. I turn to Him in repentance a hundred times a day. Okay, so we did talk last time about the fact that the Prophet, peace be upon him, is already forgiven. Mm-hmm. And so the fact of him uh, seeking uh, forgiveness himself is, is uh, at the very least, it's to be an example for us. Right? We talked about uh, different ways that maybe it makes sense. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I think a word to think about is 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 tawbah here. So we're translating as repentance, and repentance and tawbah, a common etymological meaning, is turning. So when he is saying, you know, atubu, that when he is saying he turns, uh, then it could mean that he reconnects or redirects himself back to Allah. 70 times, 100 times. Okay. Now, in the previous hadith, it's, he says he does it 70 times. In this hadith, it says, you know, he does it 100 times. And so what's the commonality between both of them? It's not the number of times that you seek repentance. Okay. It's the fact that you keep seeking repentance. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's very easy to fall into the trap of having a number. And what if I do one less than the number? Does any of it count? Right? Um, the point is to keep turning back to Allah, right? And so I made the point last time that the equivalent for someone of the Prophet, or the Prophet, peace be upon him, uh, for what would uh, necessitate repentance would be all those moments where he was not 100%, I mean, for whatever that means for him, um, you know, focused on Allah Ta'ala, if that is even possible for him to not be focused on Allah Ta'ala, 100%, and then he turns back, back to him, Right? I mean, even if you do the math, so 24 hours a day, let's say he's asleep for 8 hours, so 16 hours, and so if he's doing tawbah uh, 100 times a day, okay. then, then that means, okay, so 8 hours, he's doing tawbah 50 times, so, um, so let's say 48 times, just for ease, 4 times, he's doing 24, or let's just say 25, uh, 2 hours, he is doing 12 times. So every hour, he is probably turning back to Allah every 10 minutes or so. Wow. I mean, so just doing the math that way, right? Meaning, he keeps turning himself back to Allah. Yeah. And that becomes a central part of his day. So Salah, he's doing minimum of five times a day, probably much more. Because he's doing Tahajjud, he's probably doing Duha, etc. And then in addition to that, he keeps bringing himself back to Allah, keeps bringing himself back to Allah. Okay. What does it mean to consistently bring yourself to Allah? Just think about Him? or like... Yeah, so that's part of it. And so just think about all the different places your mind goes over the course of the day. Okay. You're going to be thinking about work, you're going to be thinking about school, family, politics, sports, whatever it is that's on your mind. Okay. And then you bring yourself back to thinking about Allah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so even like when you're praying, one of the blessings of having the different positions when we pray is each time you're saying Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Sort of to remind you to bring you back to Allah. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying in praise of Allah. And then Allahu Akbar, you go into another position. So it sort of refreshes you. Right? 
and it's very easy to fall completely into, you know, like a hypnotic trance where you say Allahu Akbar, you forget everything, you go through your prayers without even realizing, and then you're done, you say Asalaamu Alaikum. Um, but one blessing of having all these multiple positions is to wake you up again each time, mm -hmm. right? And so it's kind of what he's doing over and over again. He keeps seeking to turn back to Allah. And so think about that just even in the course of your day, yeah. right? See if you can keep remembering to turn back to Allah. Just, just have the pure thought of just remembering yeah. Allah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm. Okay, continue. Okay, so uh, number 15. Narrated Anas bin Malik al-Ansari, the servant of the Messenger of Allah, Allah's Messenger, Prophet Muhammad sallam, said, Verily, Allah is more delighted with the repentance of his slave than a person who loses his camel in a barren desert and then finds it unexpectedly. Okay, and then read the variation. The narration, uh, Muslim says, yeah. Verily, Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his slave than a person who rides the camel in a waterless desert, and there is upon the camel his provision of food and drink also. And it is lost, and he, having lost all hopes to get that, lies down in the shade and is disappointed about his camel. And all of a sudden he finds that the camel is standing before him. He takes a hold of its reins, then out on the boundless joy blurts out, O oh Lord, you are my slave and I am your Lord. Mm -hmm. He commits this mistake out of extreme joy. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah, so, so think of this scenario, like really visualize it. You have this person who's traveling in the desert and all of their supplies are on this camel. And this person gets off for a moment turns around, and the camel's gone. Okay. And you can't even tell from the footsteps where the camel went. And then now you're climbing to the top of some dunes, looking in any direction, and you can't see the camel anywhere. Like, where could this camel have possibly gone? Okay. And as time is passing, you're realizing, okay, I got no food, I got no water. And I lost all of my wealth. Then you're really being tested, you know, do you have reliance on Allah? Yeah. So you're sitting there trying to figure out what to do. Maybe you're going to start traveling on foot in the heat. And then you look and your camel's right in front of you. And so think of how ecstatic you're going to be. And so this hadith is pretty nice that you are so ecstatic um, that you say, you know, rather than say, La ilaha illallah, right? Absolutely. You're literally saying the opposite. Yeah. You know, you are my slave, I am your, your rub, because you are so full of joy, okay? Mm -hmm. And so think of that level of joy. And Allah loves your repentance more than that. Mm -hmm. right? And so the point is that we often fall into the trap of seeing ourselves, okay, I'm a sinner, Allah hates me. I should never have that attitude, okay? You should never um, overplay your sins. You should also never underplay your sins. Okay. But the point is that when you commit a sin, turn back to Allah. And that's how valuable it is. It's like you're the person who has suddenly refound your camel and you're so full of joy you take leave of your, of your senses. Right? doesn't mean Allah takes leave of his senses, obviously. But the point is, the emphasis here is on how wonderful and important that is. Mm. And this whole statement of joy I also find fascinating, that you can reach a point of such exhilaration that you literally take leave of your senses. That's a real thing. 
Right. And for those things, you can get forgiven, inshallah. You know. So think about that. That person, in theory, is saying, what is the ultimate wrong? Okay. Like, you're my slave, ya Allah. Yeah. So naturally, we would assume he's forgiven for that. Mm. Right. So there's like a double issue, double uh, perspective on, on uh, repentance. Yeah, here. I thought he was... That, that was a big sin. I'm saying the opposite, yeah. but it seems like it was out of like pure intention. Yeah, pure joy. Yeah, yeah like um, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't mean to yeah. actually say that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the closest experience I, I had like that, uh, like that was way back when I was a kid and I was going from house to house in my neighborhood selling candy. Mm-hmm. I forgot if it was for Cub Scouts or something related to school or whatever it is. And I go to this one house and this old lady, you know, I'm like the only brown kid for miles. And, you know, this old, you know, old white lady uh, opens the door, like this grandma. And I ask her, you know, would you like to buy some candy that I'm selling? And she says, I'm like, I'll have $3 worth, which was just off the charts for me. And like, I'm sure this little version of me, my eyes lit up and everything. And she took the candy bar, she paid me. And something goofy happened. Like, I forgot my English. So I started speaking in this broken English. I go, very much, thank you, right? <laughs> like I started getting this desi accent out of nowhere. That's how excited I was. That's and it's funny how much that still stays with me. Like, what happened to me? You must have been so happy. <laughs> over, over, mashallah. The, the, Six yeah, candy bars. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, let's continue. Okay, 16. Okay, so... Narrated Abu Musa al-Ashari, Allah's messenger, Prophet Muhammad sallam, said, Allah the Exalted will continue to stretch out his hand in the night so that the sinners of the day may repent and continue to stretch his hand in the daytime so that the sinners of the night may repent until the sun rises from the west. Okay, so the sun rising from the west is read two ways. One is the end of, end of the world, as well as your own time of death. Okay. Oh wow. And so what are we saying? The door to repentance is always open until until the until the last moment. Wow. And so we have, there's another narration I uh, uh, I forgot the source where basically <clears throat> Allah is reported to have said, you know, you will go tr- grow tired of repentance but I will not go tr- grow tired of forgiving you. Or you will go grow tired of repentance before I ever get tired of forgiving you. And so think about what is the sentiments being given. Keep turning back to Allah, even if you feel like you've broken every promise in the world. Keep turning back to Allah. Keep turning back to Allah, even if you feel like you have made yourself the most worthless person in the world. Okay, Because it's saying, he stretches out his hand, I mean like the hand of forgiveness, for all the people who sin in the daytime. Okay? And then he stretches out his hand of forgiveness for all the people who sin at the nighttime. Okay. And, and so, that's the, 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 the point is that uh, the second you stop turning back to Allah, you've gone down the path of despair. You know? mm-hmm. And that's a very hard path to get out of. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, always keep turning back to Allah. To the day of judgment or your death? Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Okay. Narrated by Abu Haraya, Allah's Messenger, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu said, If anyone repents before the sun rises from the west, Allah will forgive him. Yeah, so, so now it's even said. saying, yeah. Allah, yeah. Allah will forgive him. Yeah. And so what is that then saying? Like, okay, 
if I keep repenting, then inshallah, my sins keep getting forgiven. Then what I need to focus on is the good that I do. So, you know, your sins are going to drag you down. Your good deeds are going to raise you up. And so if all those things that would drag me down are getting wiped away, then it's up to me how high I want to go. So the ethic that's being developed here is you should have uh, uh, the highest level of spiritual ambition you can, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you should go for the top level of paradise mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just trying to pass and get into paradise. You should go for the top mm-hmm. and keep seeking forgiveness so all those sins that you're doing, inshallah, you're forgiven for mm-hmm. and just don't sell yourself short. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah. if you're bringing down the sins with the continuous repentance, you're doing good, that scale at the end of the, the day of judgment... Yeah. It's going to be the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, continue. Okay. Uh, narrated by Abdullah bin Omar bin Katab, Allah's Messenger, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu said, Allah accepts a slave's repentance till his death rattle begins. That is, before the soul of the dying person reaches the throat. Okay, so there is the same point, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. So, even if you feel like you're at that point, you should still ask for forgiveness. Because what if you suddenly heal, right? Mm-hmm. So the point is that he keeps accepting it. So even right now, you and I, mashallah, are awake, healthy, and everything. Keep seeking forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Keep turning back to Allah. Keep turning back to Allah. Uh, let's stop right here. Okay. The next one is is a big hadith. So next time, inshallah, let's begin Whoa. with yeah. We'll begin with hadith number nineteen, which will probably keep us busy at least for one whole sitting, but maybe a few. Mm-hmm. All righty. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashhadu illa ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashhadu illa ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashhadu illa ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk wa akhir da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen